0: It's Friday, July 17th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today, we discuss old-school dog neutering techniques, our friend John Hastings, comedian on AGT, the Jada Pinkett-Smith situation, and the hashtag MeToo movement, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments and more, and we kick it off with Claire Bestland. Sure, absolutely. Hi. Um...
1: Function.
3: Good morning. Uh, welcome to the Julian Dion Show.
2: We are live on a Friday
3: morning, Friday, July 17th. 17th,
2: Remember?
3: <laughs> Broadcasting live from uh, the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Sorry, broadcasting live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. Wakefield, specifically. Oh, let's tone it down a notch. Welcome. It's Friday. Every time I mention the date, it actually surprises me every day because it's July
0: 17th. Like, where did the time go, even though we're just sitting here at home? Right. Right. What this has taught me is I will have no problem finding things to do when I retire.
3: Yes, because we, let's face it, we've been semi-retired, or pretty much fully retired, since April. Uh, April. April. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, it's Friday, so I cracked a non-alcoholic Heine. Oh. A little 0.0 action. Someone knows how to party. You know it. Because I mentioned this, uh, I do this Thursdays and Fridays. You know, it, when you crack one of these open on a, a at night at a party, people are like, "Oh, la may." Can you not have a real drink? La may. But in the morning, it seems loose. It seems fun. It kind of invites people to drink real. beer. okay. We're doing that. Sure.
0: <laughs>
3: it's a rainy waste of time. Two, three. Here we go. Let's.
0: It is. It is rainy. Oh. Um, You feeling it? Oh, I do. I feel it deep inside.
3: Whoa.
0: Well, no. You can feel things in your heart, you know.
3: Sexual. No. (laughs) It's uh, woke up to uh, Gordy jumping on the bed. Yeah. And he came right up in my face, panting, like breathing, like excited, Mm -hmm. and I inhaled at the same time, so I. Had the taste of his breath in my mouth for the first couple minutes until I brushed my teeth. It was you know, disgusting.
0: You know that saying where they say uh, dog breath. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that this morning. He had dog breath.
3: And I, I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was his Just dog kidding. breath. It Just transferred. Kidding. It was like the telephone game, but with uh, <laughs> with dog breath. You're like, is that salmon? No, dog breath. <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding. I don't smell your breath in the morning. It's gross. I think it's best to stay away.
3: Dogs are gross. I mean, you forget. Mm Mm-hmm. And then then their dick is stuck out, and you have to push it in somehow. You remember. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they're gross. By the way, uh, should anyone be worried, his uh, peenie is fine. Shit, Jen, could you turn off that fan? Oh, yeah, sure. That's my bad. I set up the fan's... uh, First thing in the morning, but yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Gordy is fine. We put some. Uh, we put a cold compress on there. We called the vet. Said you know it's his lipstick's not fully going back in. Part of his, Then it kind of did, but it seems irritated. They're like, give him a cold. Dip that thing in cold water. Make it suck right in. And so we did. Uh, we uh, well Jen did. Jen put a cold compress on his uh, junk. I did. That's and love. Then, and then, well, that's not the love part. The love, p- I mean, it is. But is you actually with your fingies? Fingies. Put uh,
0: polysporin.
3: I was gonna say lube as a joke, but yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you didn't do it fast enough. So. I
3: was. I was thinking. Do I go what? lube? What? You didn't or apply go, it fast enough, or? Do no, I go enough. KY? Oh. I'm fine.
0: <laughs> no. Um. Somebody was telling me it was my mom's friend was telling me that her she said that how do I describe this so like dogs that are not fixed will try to like have sex with other dogs of course like it actually try to have sex it's not that mounting and whatever and then they would get on they would get on the other one and like get in there and they would get stuck. Have you ever heard of that happening?
3: Oh, God. No. And then
0: they're stuck and then they're like facing opposite directions. which Opposite I was, like, directions? Yeah, because they start off with like their doggy style or whatever. And then it dries out or Wouldn't something. Wouldn't it just
3: be style at that point? <laughs> what? Their style.
0: <laughs> That's true. You don't have to say the doggy style. Because that's where it came from, the saying, <laughs> hi. We're
3: explaining the bit. We're Go ahead.
0: explaining the jokes because it's early. So then the dogs try to get away from each other, but they can't because it's like dried out and stuck in there. Yeah. And like the dog, both dogs like are facing the other direction, which I'm like, is this real? And she's like, yeah. And then... She said that her father used to say, if that whenever that happens to dogs, just pour a cold uh, bucket of water on them, and then the thing will shrink and get wet and then go back inside. Yuck. Isn't that shocking though? And, like, my mom had heard about that, too. And I'm like, so this is just things that used to happen all the time. I guess, like, farms, there were a lot more farms back then, and people were living in the country. And probably dogs, you know, dogs now are pampered. Yeah. And I don't mean that neutering your dog is pampering it, but, like, most people, if you don't go to the vet and get your dog neutered, you're... Well, they used to literally like weird.
3: do it on the farm. They are pampered because now they've got, you know... They do it in a a, uh, sterilized room under bright lights with sterilized instruments. They're put under. True. They have a cone on their head. My grandfather used to do it for people in the village. This is 100% true, even though you might not believe me.
0: Me? It's it's like, no, the the
3: listeners. And so he would, uh, people would bring their dogs over. And he would neuter them. And this is how he would do it. He would keep the dogs for two, three days. So what he would do was uh, just literally with his f- uh, hands, do like, uh, and I'm describing it for our listeners. By the way, yes, we are live on Facebook Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. And then available on demand everywhere you get your podcasts as of 9.30 a.m. Eastern. So for the audio listeners, I'm describing it. He would take like, you know, the when you do the AOK the okay sign which yeah. is now actually a white supremacy sign so don't do this in what? public by the way yes uh. this is is a white supremacy thing now for real so you can't do the okay sign anymore so he would do that oh around the God. dog's nuts like kind of just like stretch him out and like and then take an extremely sharp knife and then just cut the sack off without any stitches or anything Oof. and the dog would lick it and heal itself. This is disgusting. What are we doing first thing in the morning?
0: What are we doing? Yeah, I believe that's you doing that.
3: Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and they would lick and lick and lick, so...
0: <laughs> Just if you thought it wasn't gross enough yet.
3: <laughs> and it would, after three, four days, it was somewhat healed enough, and the people would come get their dog back, and they were neutered without any pain meds, without any anything at all. My grandfather.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nothing but animal rights back then.
0: Yeah, animals were regarded in a very different way.
3: I guess he did it to a pig once. They had this big boar. Someone brought over this, this, and he was too old like, to eat. I guess after, if they've lived too long, they get all these disgusting things in their meat, so you can't really eat them. And this was an older boar. He was huge, a few hundred pounds. And so my grandfather, being the re- resourceful guy that he is, took the took the hog and uh wanted to neuter it but yeah that's the thing if they still have their their balls you can't eat them i guess it does something to the meat that's what it is and so he uh decided to neuter it same technique as the dogs this is awful for any animal lovers why am i saying this i don't know Anyway, so he used the same technique, but because he couldn't, a pig can't reach his nuts to lick, 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 he, so he did it with a sharp knife, and then he just tied with an elastic a bag of this disinfectant thing that the pig would wave around on his tail so that flies and stuff wouldn't get out of the wound. Anyway, it healed and fine, and but the, the tail fell off. 'Cause it was uh oh my God. circulation. This was a different time. This is literally in the fifties on a farm in rural Canada in Skidook, New Brunswick. Anyway, so uh so I don't I don't want any letters. But anyway, so then again being resourceful, so he neutered it. He thinned it right out, the boar, so it the, the hog, so it would uh, get all thin and lose any sort of disgusting meat. Then he refattened it and then Slaughtered it and ate it. Good morning, everybody.
0: What a time!
3: I know. What am I doing? Is this too much? No. Ah, uh, who cares?
0: No, it's life. Yeah, it's life. I mean, this is. If is your life too much? Are mm. your thoughts too much? Hi, I'm Jen Grant. Um, so there's a couple comments that made me laugh that I have to share because. By the way, yes, my grandfather
3: really passed in '89, so don't uh, bother with any of it. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at your grandfather passing i wish i had (laughs) met him yeah that was before my time with your family yeah
3: we we've been together since 90
0: and when did he he pass
3: in 89 Ah, no you're really not listening to me what we've been together since 90 oh
0: 90 (laughs) yeah i was seven i know (laughs) (laughs) okay josh says this happened with my dog and neighbor's dog super embarrassing
3: Oh, the uh, Connected 69 thing?
0: Yeah, which made me laugh. Like, I think that's really funny how I could just picture Josh. I don't know him, but I feel that we're getting to know Josh. And how embarrassed he is to have his dog stuck to the other dog, because what are you supposed to do? And then Josh said both dogs looked shamed in the stuck position. (laughs) Like, All all embarrassed, you know?
3: Yeah, that would be weird.
0: Yeah, no, really weird.
3: Any other comments or?
0: Yep, and uh, and Josh, I want to know: Did you pour some cold water on the dogs?
3: What did you do? Yeah. What was your solution? No, I, I want to know
0: a- because apparently that's the thing. And when the doctor, the vet, had said to do the cold shower on um, on Gordy's wean, so
3: Gordy's wean has got it going on,
0: <laughs> Chris. Chris, our uh, our guest, our house guest, yes, right we now, have. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, says I'm locked in the basement. What's really going on here? <laughs> uh, that's he's all
3: offended because the door is locked.
0: Um, and Doug is very excited that you're drinking your non-alcoholic Heine.
3: It's non-alcoholic Heine Fridays.
0: Yeah, he's really excited about that. And, How um, is he
3: expressing his real excitement?
0: He said, uh, "It's back. Yes, non-alcoholic Heine again." Yep. Th- Sorry, Thursday's I have to, now I have to have proof for how I feel about the comments Mo- uh, Monique says, the poor dogs, lol Hey,
3: good morning, she knew my grandfather, obviously it was her grandfather too uh, Monique is my cousin, our dads, our brothers And uh, yeah, th- I don't know if you knew those stories, Monique But um, yeah, that's Dion uh, for you
0: Yeah, different time
3: Different times, yeah
0: and I think we're mostly caught up. Justin Healy says, Jen, ma'am, dog lover, why can't I post f- photos in the comments? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I noticed that. I tried to f- post some photos Maybe too. Maybe it's uh, because
3: it's live. Maybe you can not after. Mm. After it's uh, on live. Mm. Justin, to- so we do have guests. By the way, uh, did you have a good sleep last night? You sound rested. Oh, I
0: feel great. Excited. I feel awesome. Sleep is the solution to so many things. And I just, two nights in a row, I had crappy sleeps. Oh, I was exhausted yesterday. Yeah, like if we get up at five in the morning, I have to be actually asleep by nine, nine thirty. So, and so it's... This is our
3: life now, nine, nine thirty.
0: I know. Like if, if, okay, one night, if I have six hours, it's fine. But I notice if I have two nights in a row that are like six hours, five and a half hours, it's it catches up on me and I feel like a zombie. So. I Yeah,
3: yesterday too, I, I was so exhausted. I mean, I went to bed so late the night before because of the adrens of the show I did, even though there was no audience. Last night's yesterday's show kind of sucked. Uh, I re-listened to parts of it and it's, the energy is off. <laughs> we're kind of tense. We're well, a little bit bitter. I'm just complaining about <laughs> things that I shouldn't complain about.
0: I know. I and, was feeling uh, that way yesterday, too. It's like, why aren't we more grateful for our lives?
3: I did not like the episode yesterday. So apologies to anybody who listened that was turned off. And also, I deleted this after the Daily Dose. I don't know how the hell I did it. I deleted the audio.
0: Uh,
3: so, But it was still an hour and 11 minutes long on uh, the podcast platforms, because we did about an hour 30, 40 yesterday. Wow. We. But yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't like yesterday's show. It's just like bitter and tense. I mean, we've got so many things to be grateful for. Our lives are amazing. And it's we, true. We get to do this show, and then we come on, and I'm like,
0: Nye. we're tucked away. And my manager in the- gave me negative feedback. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> negative feedback.
3: Who cares? It's, what the hell is wrong with me? That's okay. Too what? sensitive. Yeah, but what? Just get over it. Yeah. It's annoying to listen to. And on and on we went. I went on and on. I'm like, oh, yeah, but isn't that the human
0: condition? Yeah, but isn't that the human condition? Like, maybe that's maybe the show is really like therapeutic because when you. You say these things, you're really forced to, like, look at your behavior. You know what I mean? So it's kind of good in a way. It's like a silver lining. Like, you're like, oof, I didn't know I was so annoying until I heard myself back.
3: I'm never going to complain about the things I was complaining about yesterday. It's like such first world problems and, and then some. Anyway, I, was, yeah. I re-listened. I couldn't even listen, and it's my show, our show. So imagine if it was, uh, if it's a first-time listener, if it's if it's our regulars, our top fans, it, you know, you can sit through it because they know us and whatever. But for first-time listeners, it must have just been like, oh, what the hell is this so. show? No, maybe I'm too, being too harsh on myself. I think but. you
0: are, and I think like. Part of what makes a good show or part of what makes you human is all aspects of you. You know what I mean? Like no one is expecting you to be like constantly positive and constantly. Yeah. Like we're all human and we all experience all these things, right? True. So don't worry about it. This and everybody feels Everybody feels like that sometimes from their boss, co-worker, uh, family member, Lord knows family can get, you know. Yeah.
3: I was just so tired, too, so that didn't help anything, yeah, but I'm um, rested tonight, went to bed early nine nine thirty ish and I think it was nine thirty when I went to bed. You were already asleep, and um but it was like christmas the that feeling because I something was gonna happen while we were asleep, <laughs> yeah my good friends from Toronto, Chris and Justin, are here they're here. They uh, came up for the weekend, so they're in our uh, suite downstairs, and initially they were going to come up today, Friday, Saturday, go back Sunday, but um, Chris was all excited to, to come up, so he's like, what about Thursday, if we came Thursday night, that way we have all day Friday. So they left Toronto yesterday around 5 o'clock, and it's a four and a half hour drive if you don't stop, so... I was like, yeah, come you can come Thursday. The only thing is we'll be in bed and you'll hear us at five AM. Get up. And like, no problem. So I was thinking of that. And so I somehow in the group chat, I don't know how this happened. So we have a group chat with Chris and Justin and I, and somehow I convinced Chris. That the house here is haunted and he hates ghosts. I don't know how it came about. Because I was thinking I want to scare them. Okay, specifically Chris. You
0: you love scaring people.
3: I love scaring people and I love getting a reaction out of Chris. For some reason, he's one of these people. He gets all red and like upset, so it's extra fun. And uh, gets all wound up. We worked in a restaurant together at Play Cabana for five years in Toronto. So you know, you get you really know people well when you work together every day for five years. And we'd push each other's buttons and get each other going. And and I, you know how you just, there's some people you just love to, to just like poke at. And then it's so funny when they snap. And then you, I was always that person. Everybody that laughs. Teased.
0: Yeah. Because I reacted.
3: Yeah. So, so when they established the, uh, okay, we'll come up Thursday. I'm like, all right, I, I'm going to, uh, it'd be great to film it and scare them. Like hide somewhere in the apartment and and then somehow, I don't know how the hell I was able to... I think Justin brought it, or something. And it was like, oh yeah, this place is haunted. I mean, we don't know for sure, but we've been seeing things. We've felt the presence and weird things happen. So Chris was all freaked out. And my plan was to scare them, but I couldn't even stay awake till... Uh, I don't know, they rolled in around 10.30 last night. And I was like, uh I was like, "What do I want more? The feeling, the gratifying feeling of scaring them, the hilarity, which is up there for me. It's one of the top feelings I can <laughs> achieve in life, or a good night's sleep." And I was so excited. Had I had I slept properly on Thursday, pro- properly on Thursday, I would have, uh, I would have done it. So anyway, but I went to bed, decided to not scare him. Told them this morning. By the way, there are no ghosts here. This is not a haunted house. And uh, but I woke up at 3 a.m. and I'm like, oh, are they here? You know, like that Christmas feeling. Yeah. Where you're like, Christmas feeling. So something happened. Are they here? Are they downstairs? Went back to sleep pretty much immediately. Then woke up this morning at uh, two messages from Chris at 4:58. Rise and then then Jen's like the dog freaks out. Jen's like, oh my god, Chris is in the kitchen. He came up at the back door. <laughs>
0: Well, I, yeah, and I was not ready for guests. It's just I Naked. uh, Practically. And I just didn't expect it. When you live in the woods, I don't know, you just, you you get really used to not worrying that there's anyone around. Like, if you're in Toronto, if you're in the suburbs, like, your your houses are close together and they can, people can see stuff. But when you live here, it's like... You just get really comfortable thinking no one's around and yeah. no one's ever going to see you. So, you might uh, wear things you wouldn't necessarily wear.
3: Well, though that you would wear when you're private and no, if you were in the burbs, not expecting a stranger to be in your kitchen at five nine a.m. I scared
0: the shit out of me. Actually, <laughs> kind of backfired. Like, like you wanted to scare them, he ended right. up scaring me. <laughs> right. So.
3: Anyway, so oh, we've thanks, got uh, guests thanks. this weekend. It's going to be fun. Uh by the we're being safe and socially distant, don't worry everybody. We're uh, we've got a suite separate in the house and uh, yeah. And uh so yeah, so that's what's going on. We're rested yeah. and yes.
0: only hanging out outside. Yeah. Like we're taking it really seriously. I noticed that a lot of people don't a lot and then you look like a weirdo if you're like cuz Yesterday, uh, we went to, my mom bought a bike off of someone off Kajij, and we went to, uh, I do a whole joke about how you shouldn't go to someone's house to buy something. You should always meet them somewhere instead of going to their house. But my mom's just like, whatever. She doesn't care. So we go right to this person's house. Mind you, it was outside. We did everything outside. It was a bike, and he brought the bike outside and everything. But the guy's like right up next to her. I'm like, guys, can you socially distance? And of did course, you say it? yes, I did, because I thought like it entered my my brain to say it. And then of course, what happens right after is, don't say that. You're gonna look like um, annoying, and somebody's gonna. And he laughed. He laughed as if I was being silly. And it's like, no, this is like real. No yeah. one's wearing masks. If they were wearing masks, I wouldn't be as concerned. But no one's wearing masks.
3: He licked the, the handlebars in the seat before. Yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, yeah, so I was just like, ugh. Anyway, so we're going to be very careful because, you know, it's not just, I don't want to catch it, FYI. And you can, you can have no symptoms like everybody knows and, and give it to someone else. But also I have to think about other people in my life. That yep. could be more vulnerable to this. So we're going to be very careful. Only hang out outside and um, have a s- separate dwelling. And then afterwards, like, you know, clean the apartment and stuff like that. So don't worry, everybody. We're going to be very careful.
3: The pre-show song was by Claire Bestland, by the way, once again. You've heard her here on the show many times. I mean, I've got a selection of about 30 songs. So it's it's there's a lot of repeats, but... That was a Revolution. Hey,
0: what's wrong with hearing that?
3: Claire Bestland. Nothing. So I, I know, I get self-conscious about playing a song again after it's been two weeks since I've played it, but you listen to radio and it's all the same songs all the time, all the time, every day, all the day. All the day? <laughs> every day is the all, the all the day.
0: So Monique said, no, I, I did and kind of wish I still didn't know the stories. Yeah. Yeah. And then Justin said, oh, Josh said about the dogs, he said called the vet, told it was natural, and told to wait it out. He said the wait-out process with the neighbor was awkward. <laughs> it would be, because if you're not really that close with your neighbor and your dogs are just stuck together.
3: Uh, yeah, right.
0: So weird. So, Josh, was your dog fixed? I'm just curious, because I when I see dogs, like when Gordy was after Derek's um, girlfriend, Angie's dog, and he was humping. I'd never seen that before. I'd never seen him mount and try to hump with his actual like no. dog dank out. So I was like, would that happen? Or does it only happen when the dog's not fixed? I'm just curious. Um, and then Ju- uh, Justin said, ask about the ghost fatty video.
3: Oh, yeah. Justin sent a video. He's like, oh, this place is haunted. And then he goes, I think Chris is confused and trying to... Find a way to get up upstairs because he was all offended because the door inside was locked because it's an Airbnb. He's like, "What is this? What is? Why did they lock us out?" Anyway, and uh, so there's a video of like at five a.m. You can kind of see like outside, and then you just see Chris like walk by the window real quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: by the way, should mention this should, well Don't Let's hear our it. Uh, comedian uh, friend? Uh, funny comic John Hastings was on AGT America's Got Talent. A little shout out.
0: Yeah, he killed it.
3: Originally from, uh, he's born in Ottawa. Started his comedy career in Montreal, then went to Toronto, then uh, London, England, and now he's in Los Angeles. And uh, so check that out. YouTube, John Hastings. I would play a clip, but I think it'll mute us because it's an NBC thing.
0: Yeah, he did a great job.
3: Go to, uh, just Google John Hastings, comedian John Hastings, AGT. And it's, you know, it's about a four or five minute thing altogether with the with the, um, pre-tape package and his performance. He did um, a short set in front of the judges only. No audience because of the hashtag new normal. And great job. You can really tell, like, because sometimes they'll have newer comics on there often, and this is not to sound weird or offensive, but often it'll be like a new comic with like a disability or something, and they get far because of the backstory and everything. But you can tell there's a lack of experience there. You can just, but the audience loves it because of the backstory and everything, and it's packaged together. It does great, and it... But John is a comic who... Does that sound offensive?
0: No, I know what you mean. It's hard to say it without being misconstrued. Insensitive or whatever, I think basically what you're trying to say is it's awesome. That's awesome too. It's just two different things. Like it'll be like a novelty. Like it'll either be okay, some no, sort but it of is disability. Inspiring. You think that's yeah, good no, too. It like is, both of course, are good. Of yeah, course. But it'll either
3: be like a newer comic with a disability or a newer comic that's eighty nine years old. It's like a novelty. Like something is di- like it's, it's not, not just, just the merit, yeah. Not just like a a comic that's but, but John is a Successful comic that a road comic for 14 years. I mean, he's been in every situation, you know, performing for yep. two drunk rednecks in Buckfuck, middle of nowhere. Yeah, and that there's no substitute for that kind of experience, there just isn't. Yeah, so he's so calm on it and confident because again, doing a show in front of two people, he does the joke on the thing. He's like, I've done a, a show, he goes, This is just weird for me. Uh, you know, I've done a show. For, for he goes, you, there's the three celebrity judges there. Nobody here. I've once done a so sh- done a show for two people and a dog, and the dog walked walked out, and he goes, "This is still in contention for one of the weirdest shows I've done." He's like, "I feel like I've j- I just took drugs and and um, I'm about to wake up. Like I'm not nervous. I'm giving away the whole thing." But and
0: he also said, which I thought was great. He was very honest. And like a tiny bit edgy, like no one ever says stuff like this. Like he says, you know, for millionaires, like I'm performing for millionaires, and now I just feel like the crew will walk out or something like that. Like the or the, they're millionaires and the crew isn't. Like the crew, he said, is wanting well, the day to be over. And I don't
3: want to give away the punchline, but he he says uh, he talks about a bit about borrowing parents from his money, uh, borrowing. Money from his parents. He's like the crew will understand this. The celebrities won't, right? Anyway, he did a fantastic. Couldn't have, couldn't have done a better job, uh, especially with no audience and everything. And you know, um, was- but that it just there's no substitute for hard it's experience. True. Paying your dues, bombing, yeah. eating it just in front of awful crowds, and then you come to this uh, setting, and it's like okay, this is going to be a cakewalk. I remember Paul um, Haywood. Yep. Is that his name? Yeah. she I used to know him really well. Now I'm like, is that? I know. He's he's a successful uh, comic and then actor. He's done a million commercials, TV commercials. And he's like, without any training, he goes, it's funny. You go to these auditions, and I hope you remember your thought, Jen, because I kind of cut you off there. Mm-hmm. But uh, he goes, you go to these training or these um, auditions, and you see these trained actors, and they're so nervous, and they're doing these exercises. They're like, Naynor, Nainor, doing these vocal things. And he goes, our training as comics is just hard gigs for many years because yep. once you've performed in front of a handful of rednecks in small town Canada or wherever, it, it goes, doing an audition in front of you know, a casting director and three other people, that's nothing. Yeah, it's true. Did you forget what you're gonna say? Because I, I was nope, on a train I of thought. No, Okay, well, well.
0: well, because it's we've had friends that have auditioned for America's Got Talent, and it's something that entered. You know, I'm sure both of our. I know for me, I I, I considered doing it. I considered trying to pursue getting on, and but then I always looked at it and I thought, oh, I don't know, it's risky because. They, it's a TV show, first and foremost, and they'll use whatever they need to for entertainment. We've yeah. talked to other people who have had bad experiences. I've personally had some not pleasant experiences on on TV shows like Last Comic Standing, and I'm kind of scarred by that. And I always thought, like, you have to... I've had friends, like, way back in the day when I started doing stand-up, Tracy McDonald... Who is originally from Nova Scotia, but started doing stand-up here in Ottawa. When she, for the first time, she went off and did... She submitted for Star Search way back. So right. that was like 20 years ago, probably. Maybe less, but around About then. About
3: that. It, yeah, maybe.
0: That's crazy. But anyway, so she... And she did really well. She did super well. Um, her, her jokes were very concisely written short jokes. So a lot of one-liner types and it was perfect format, perfect for that format. And I often watch AGT thinking about that. And she ended up by the way, uh shout out to her cuz she ended up like winning $250,000. Yeah. She got like some deal with CBS and She's been in LA ever since. She went from Ottawa living in Chinatown uh, doing open mics like once a week kind of thing to, to, you know, Star Search and this, all this attention and everything. Anyways, so having said all that, I watch AGT and when you hear from friends who have had experiences there, I think, well, It's for a certain kind of comic. And a lot of times you see who does well on AGT. It's like, it's a really hard. And even Howie Mandel for all of his flaws and everything because anyways that's a whole other thing he says often on the show this is really hard for comics and he kind of obviously represents the comedians that go on there and he gets extra excited when he sees stand-up he sees stand-up comics on yeah yeah. and I often picture myself in those comic shoes like what would I do if I was there what kind of jokes would I do what and I think like it's really hard because even if it goes well They can cut it, cut you out of the show completely. They can make it look like you sucked. And you have already signed a piece of paper saying, do whatever you want with my image and my voice. Like you
3: said, it's TV. They go for ratings. Yeah. yeah. Backstories or bad auditions.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so when we talked to uh, another friend of ours, I won't mention who it was, just in case he doesn't want the story out, but he also auditioned for it. And he said that, you know, it, it well, he thought it was going to go... Actually, his set really went well, but it ended up not being a part of the show. And how disappointing is that? Like, anyway, then I thought, oh my God, poor John Hastings. He has to go on with no crowd. But then, you know what? Maybe that was in some ways in some strange way easier and only because when you do a crowd, when you do a show for a small crowd and it's in an awkward setting you the crowd almost has feels more responsibility to laugh yeah versus a huge crowd cuz the mindset of a huge crowd is different than 3 guests or 3 judges just sitting there like it's way harder to just not laugh in a way. I don't know.
3: Yeah. I don't know that I would do those shows only because... Yeah. You know, people say, "Uh, oh, comedy competitions is, is suck and that. But for me, straight up, and I admit it, is fear. Uh, I just... I don't know. To do a three-minute set, I feel like I couldn't handle the failing. I don't know. It's yeah. tough. I admire anybody who goes on and gets... Because some great comics have been on and they just either... Don't have a great set. You've got three minutes. Exactly. Or, uh, yeah, like you said before, they're portrayed in a poor light. And I'm like, oh, my God. I I legitimately think I wouldn't do it. Because it's like a big gamble. It's like either this will really help your career. And you don't have to win for it to help your career. Just get through the first round or two rounds. uh, Even just have a good set the first time, even if you don't get through. And it's a huge bump on your career. You can say, you know, I've been on AGT. You can share the clip. It makes for a good good uh, demo reel material but i don't know the thought of it scares the shit out of me and it's a fifth, yeah. it's a to- complete toss up okay either this will go well or li- and like you said our friend that didn't have a great set he didn't even make it in the show yep.
0: wasted so, yeah wasted all that time and i don't think as far as i know um i remember talking to someone about like master chef for instance that show you don't get paid for any of it like that's no, no, the you other don't. part that's kind of weird I'm
3: sure if you have to go to... But I think now they all do it out of one theater. But I'm sure if you had to travel or anything, they pay your travel and hotel and all that. But you don't uh, mm-hmm. you don't get paid.
0: But it is... You can't... That is good marketing. Like if it goes well for you. Oh, but yeah. it is a gamble. It's a real gamble. Yeah. Like if you're... It stresses
3: me out just the thought of it.
0: I know. And it's... I mean, like I said, you know, I'm confident with my ability as a comic and... When I auditioned for Last Comic Standing, I got thrown under the bus. I was super pissed off. But yeah. it all it all makes you better. Like, all those experiences make oh, you yeah. better, for sure. Um, but I was really pissed off then. Oof. That was a long drive home from Montreal, I'll tell you. <laughs> Oof. I went with my mom. You want to come, Mom? Do you want to, like, go shopping after my audition? Maybe we can grab some lunch. I'm like, finish the audition. I'm like, let's go home. Like, I was not in any mood. Oof, oof, oof. Oh, I'm yeah.
3: glad I didn't know you then because that breaks my heart.
0: Yeah, it was a really bad experience. But <clears throat> whatever. I, it didn't have any effect on my career in a negative way. And um, you learn from it.
3: Yeah, and these judges can be so nasty just for TV. Even though if they don't mean it. I know. It, it's just kind of like, ugh. hmm
0: hmm mm-hmm, hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> daily dose,
2: daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All news and
3: headlines from Jen Grant.
0: That was like Christmas. I never know when you're going to spring that on me. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, it's here. This is your present.
3: This is your present now. Give us the news. <laughs>
0: Here's your Daily Dose for Friday, July 17th. So uh, the OPP... Yeah, you know me. <laughs> ...are looking for... There's There was a murder. Oh. I know. I regret making a joke. In Carlton Place. Whoa. I know. Which is... It was at a Carlton Place uh, motel...
3: Was it a? Does it? Was it random, or, or was someone involved?
0: There's Did, not any more information that I can find right now. Uh,
3: it's I, rare that these things are random. Yeah. Really rare, and that's like either a serial killer that has like no, no pattern or anything. But
0: uh, yeah, for sure. Sorry, I cut you off. No, here. no, I don't care. It's fine. Um, but I have to look in into it and see if there's any. I mean, maybe since I checked, there might be some more information, but. Officers responded to what they called a, quote unquote, very serious assault at a motel along Highway 7, which is not very far from here. So when you hear about that in a small town like Carlton Place. Yeah. Like I went there uh, not too long ago to to get something at a store that I couldn't find anywhere else. And it's very quaint. Like it's just the small like you just can't imagine shit like that happening in a place like that. The
3: Legion there with my dad. Remember?
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's just like a cute little, cute little place. And it says here um, along Highway 7 at approximately 4 a.m. Wednesday morning, a man was transported to hospital with serious injuries. The OPP tells uh, um, CTV News that the victim was pronounced dead in the hospital later in the morning. The OPP has issued an emergency alert to phones. I don't know if you got it on your no. phone. Oh, yeah, I got it on my phone. Jeez. To uh, phones and broadcast channels as they began their hunt for a 30-year-old, Shane Sabourin. Oh,
3: so they know who they're looking for. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine this is random. Obviously, if it's an assault, there it was like...
0: Yeah, exactly. Rage. Right. And... Uh, OPP Media Relate. Oh, he said the suspect is at large and armed with a knife. Whoa. OPP Media Relations uh, says the emergency alert was issued in Ottawa with the search to assist with the search of the suspect. He was arrested without incident at around one p.m. Wednesday. Oh, he was arrested. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, old news. I know. I'm sorry, but I meant to. I found it out yesterday um later oh, it's,
3: it's all the, the progression of that there's been a murder <gasps> oh my god in a motel I know, oh so my sorry. god Carlton so oh, they're no, looking I for a sus- suspect oh my god they found the suspect on wednesday <laughs> <laughs>
0: i wanted to take you on a ride there um the victim is a 57 year old patrick robert lynch of mississippi mills ontario he, Sabourin, was charged with first degree murder. He remains in custody and will appear in court in okay. Perth, Ontario on Thursday. Sorry about that. You know what happened? When I originally found the story, they they were on the hunt for him. Yeah. And then I went and like copy and pasted the most recent version and I didn't get to that part. So I apologize to, right. to Le Monde.
3: Get last week's news today the no, Julian Dion show.
0: stop that. <laughs> stop that. Please say okay. Now this is another manhunt one. Okay, do you yeah. remember that story with Martin Carpentier? He's he was wanted in connection the, with the, the uh, deaths of his two daughters. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So he, they believe that he's hiding in spots um, so that he can survive. Do basically. they really
3: believe that, or is the end of the paragraph going to be he's in custody?
0: Stop it! Stop it! Please say that they have reason to believe he isn't. He was inside a trailer in a densely wooded area. They've been searching. Now, my question is: How is this better than prison? In a way, you're just trying to find place. Like you, the jig is going to be up soon, bud.
3: Oh, it's definitely better than prison. If you're just running in the woods and hiding,
0: I don't know. He's like staying in a disgusting abandoned trailer in the middle of. The woods or
3: getting ass raped, you know what they're going to do to him in prison, yeah. That's for true. killing two young innocent he girls, should just kill himself like he's not, he's going to have to be in that's protective true. custody because they they will kill him.
0: That's true. So, they have uh, they're doing they're scouring a stretch of land around Saint Apollinaire, Quebec, for more than a week now. We know he could have taken some elements with him to in- assure his survival and it's possible he's going to steal stuff again to, you know, ensure that he stays uh, survived. The uh, uh, police are asking residents who live around that area to secure their chalets, trailers, and campsites. Um, he's not likely to be dangerous, which is a strange sentence. Uh, he killed his daughters, so I think he's probably dangerous, but if residents feel scared looking around the properties, they should reach out to a friend or <laughs> a friend. The friend's like, yeah. thanks. Or <laughs> hey, call Tony, uh, we saw this, uh,
3: murderer in our backyard. What'd you, what'd you think?
0: Yeah. Come on over. I know normally I just borrow a cup of sugar, yeah. but I'm hoping you could defend me from a murderer.
3: Instead, here's a tip, hot tip.
0: We are looking for a man who's trying to survive and hide, is what they said. They are also asking people to watch for evidence of break-ins or objects that are missing from their place. Yeah. They believe that it's possible Carpentier is headed toward other chalets or buildings in the area. He is a scout leader. Creepy. Is Creepy. Wa- is wanted in connection with the deaths of his two daughters. Ugh, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, that is fucked up. Yeah, it is. So um, I've noticed that this is another news story that you had kind of told me a little bit about. Go ahead. Is uh, that about
3: Chris Jericho and Sebastian Bach?
0: No. Kidding. <laughs> but is that fight still happening? As far uh, as you know? Uh, the, the I haven't Twitter checked. Fight? I haven't checked. Okay. Uh, police or uh, people. Sorry, not police. Police. People participating in online movements say that they created their own form of justice. When Sabrina Como took to Instagram on July 2nd to publicly accuse someone of sexually assault, sexual assault, fighting tears as she told her story in a live video, her intention was to warn others. But she didn't expect to get all these other uh, people coming forward talking about how they have also had um, sexual assault and the like. Uh, and they're using Instagram. She says the 21-year-old Montreal woman didn't anticipate a swarm of Quebecers, but all these people have come forward, and they're doing it because they feel that the government is not giving them resources um, or helping to denounce their aggressors from being pointed out. Mm. And so she says uh, many, many so, uh, Instagram accounts have been created for victims of sexual violence and misconduct to it's tell a their stories. big thing happening
3: in... Uh Quebec right now.
0: That's what the story is all about. It's It's, insane. It's very much about like all these. It's just really spurred this movement. It's a
3: second wave of the Me Too movement, they're calling it. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a list, too, on Facebook with hundreds of names, all in alphabetical order. Not just known people or public figures, just regular everyday people that have been accused. And so there's this list it's huge. I went down the list. I know people, some comics that are on that list. Wow. And yeah, and it's it, it's and they div- divvied it up in uh, levels, like level one aggressor, which is just like comments and stuff like that, sexual assault or uh, harassment. Then level two grooming and whatever. And level three is full on like rape. Mm. And And um, wow. So there's this l- huge list. It started on Instagram. And then there's this huge list going around on Facebook that's updated daily. And it shows like how many accusations they have against them, the level they are, where they're from, and their profession. Wow. And uh, it's a huge list. So.
0: so it's giving people a voice.
3: Yeah, people are freaking out. It's this whole thing in Quebec. And it's really just in Quebec entertainment right now. And it's in news. I mean, it's not just the entertainment business, but uh, there's a lot of... Uh, yeah, it's, it's wild what's happening right now in, in Quebec.
0: I was saying, you know, more than ever, I mean, everybody should just be a good person and not take advantage of. Yeah. of but I said to you, I'm like, see, like, isn't it great being such a, a good man, good person? And, you know, I'm glad that... The By the way, there's women
3: on this list, too. It's not just uh, men. Okay. It's 98% men, but there are women's names on right.
0: there. Well, I said, man because you are a man right but I don't I know what you mean like there except Thursdays <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's there's uh, shitty uh, there's people who have done shitty things mm. I was gonna say shitty people, but a lot of times there's people who have done shitty things um, in both in all genders yeah so um anyway, so so far the movement has not reached beyond Quebec yeah, it's uh,
3: crazy how it's just all in Quebec,
0: yeah, which. Uh, Como, the the victim who had uh, initially kind of spurred this, uh, attributes to the language barrier and the fact that, <coughs> excuse me, that higher profile people who have been called out for misconduct, such as celebrity Marie-Pierre Mor- yeah. Morin and yeah. singer Kevin Parent, are mainly known to Quebecers. Most recently, anonymous allegations of sexual misconduct have surfaced Against Yves Francois Blanchette, uh, leader of the federal Bloc Québécois. The mm-hmm. justice system is not for victims, Como said. There's not a lot of protection. Even if I go to the cops, chances of something actually happening is so small. And the wait in three years will I will I feel like, like, will I feel like facing this person in court? No. Like it just takes so long. So that's one real good thing about, um, social media is that, you know, there's definitely a lot of, uh, addictive qualities and it can be real, you know, social media can be like not good, but that part of it is good. It gives people power to be able to speak out. Yep. Myself included a few years ago, mm-hmm. I, I posted something that I never thought ever thought would get the attention it did and it went crazy my blog was read three by three million people three million yeah and then all this media had happened and it was kind of a well not kind of it was along the similar similar topic as this and it was also during a time like it goes through uh ebbs and flows and peaks sometimes like Right now, everybody's talking about it and getting their voices heard. And at that time, it was the same for me. I just never expected in a million years, but I'm glad that the you know people are talking about it Mm -hmm. and getting a voice and getting a way to get their voice out to to many people. So um, that's not really good news to end on, but in a way, it Mm kind of is. It kind of is. No, but it is kind of positive because it's people getting to voice their. Uh, having a place, a platform, yeah, um, that normally they wouldn't. So that's your Daily Dose for today.
1: Mm-hmm. Daily
2: Dose, Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant.
0: Yeah.
3: Good stuff, Jenny.
0: Justin says, Chris has a mask. It just says, quote, in um, all caps, MAGA, M-A-G-A. <laughs> He's, Windows scared me, too. He's harmless. by a shotgun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I should say this. Once again, the Julian Dion Show is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. So good. Do yourself a favor. Go to Gringo's Blazing Sauces for a wide selection. Of the best, the best. Actually, we'll have our guests try them today yeah. or over the weekend. Uh, hot sauces, salsas, jellies for charcuterie boards, etc., and grilling sauces. That's right, GringosBlazingSauces.com. Chef by trade, Douglas Knight, Doug Knight, and his wife Laura. Our friends and yours are obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every single time. GringosBlazingSauces.com. It's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada, and they ship anywhere in North America. Listeners of this program also get an additional 5% off at checkout by entering promo code JD5. So you get free shipping and 5% off if you're a listener of this show. So go to gringosblazingsauces.com today. Gringosblazingsauces.com.
0: Do yeah. it today. Do it. Do
3: it today. Uh, I'm
0: telling you, those sauces are unbelievable. And the thing that we've said before, but honestly, I really, really truly believe this. Any hot, it's it's flavor first and then spice. And some of them are really spicy, but the flavor is still always really there. There's so much flavor in all of them. Mm-hmm. So yummy. I was thinking um, you should make them tacos.
3: Yeah. Just
0: just because of uh, your, you know, you guys could all, you could show them what you're making that's kind of inspired by, yeah. Donezo. Done. uh,
3: Yesterday, I just want to make a correction on something I said. I said CBS or Viacom CBS had fired Nick Cannon, and I mentioned the masked singer. The masked singer is on Fox, and so they didn't, he wasn't fired from that job. He was fired from Wild and Out. But but Fox is getting uh, a lot of... um, Pressure to fire him mm. because, once again, he's uh, refusing to apologize from some anti-Semitic remarks. We had talked about uh, also Jada Pinkett Smith. Did we talk about that?
0: Mm, I think briefly.
3: Oh, she'd slept I with... Can't, uh, I can't
0: remember if it was off air or on air. We did. You and I talked about it, but I don't remember if it was on the show or not.
3: She slept with one of her son's friends. Mm-hmm and he's a rapper or trying to become a rapper. So he used this to, um, he's talked about it to get more popularity, like to get people talking. And so, and people are defending her. They're like, you know, she's, you know, they have, they've broken up her and will, and she's trying to heal her heart and let her and, and I saw a post about this, which is quite interesting. Give me your feedback on this jenny so okay. so basically, the story is I guess I don't know if they had an open marriage or if they're breaking up will and jada and so she hooked up with a twenty three year old uh Wowie uh what the hell's his name uh anyway, I don't care it's he's a rapper. Up and coming rapper, and he talked about it. He wrote a song about it or, 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 or talked about it in a verse or something like that. And so people are like, wow, not cool. And poor Will, and this, because this is all, you know, and poor Jaden, too, because it's his friend. It's yeah. like, you're sleeping with my mom. It's just this whole weird thing. Oof. And so, uh, but people are defending Jada, right? They're saying, you know, she's healing her heart. It's helping her. Just let her be happy. Who cares? You know, she's allowed to do what she wants to do. They've broken up or whatever. But someone posted this, and I found this interesting. He said, I'm sorry, but if a married 44-year-old Will Smith gradually developed a sexual relationship when, with one of Willow's, their daughter, Willow's 23-year-old friends, under the guise of, quote, helping her heal or helping him heal, Every single female on my thread would be dragging him through the mud as a sick man who manipulated and exploited a young girl who is half his age. He would have been labeled as a predator of all sorts of and all sorts of conversations about the problem with prominent men in positions of power who use their status to take advantage of helpless young girls would ensue. But with Jada, it's all jokes and support for her finding her happiness. Hey, what do you think about that?
0: Well, hmm. I think that the really
3: think about if it was will. I know. And one of his daughters 23-year-old friends. Mhm. I don't know if it would be a conversation because 23 is not 18. Mm-hmm. 23 is still like, you know, you're you're a young adult, you know what you're doing. It's not Yeah. There's not necessarily any grooming there involved. Mhm. But I wonder if that would be really the conversation, if it would be seen as the same way as just help, out, oh, let him just find his happiness. Let it, him, he's having fun. He's banging a 23 year old. It's great for him.
0: Well, take away, uh, if you just strip away the fact that they're famous, mm-hmm. if you strip away the fact that, um, mostly the fame thing. Well, so you, you can't even. What?
3: Because if it was Will doing it, it'd be like, oh, another man in power. He's using his power to groom someone half his age. It, it is part of the, part well, of it, the fame. Well, I just wanted to
0: say one quick thing, though. Okay, go ahead. Is that, strip away the fact that I don't, I, you know, if you want to know my opinion, she should never have slept with her son's friend. Yeah. There are many people to choose from in life to sleep with. You don't have to sleep with anyone who's friends with your kids. When
3: you're Jada Smith, yeah, exactly. Pinkett Smith, you can get literally. You can get anyone
0: you want. Anybody. Yeah, and um, I think you. You know, she is. There's no way she can feel good about that decision. It's. You know, we're not animals just going around and um, you know getting stuck together like uh, Josh's dog. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like you don't you don't have to do that. We're not animals. We have a conscience. We have a soul. You don't have to just hump and go after anybody just because you feel that it would be fun. Yep. Uh, So, but I think the nature. I I don't know if this will ever change, but I think the nature of sex between the genders are just different. Like men, I think it boils down to, and I, you know, these are such hard topics to talk about. So I'm going to be really careful with my wording. But with my experience, whenever I have been, I'll talk about my experience. When men have felt inappropriate and felt that they could, uh, are trying to sexually harass me or talk to me in a way that makes me feel scared, I feel At a very core level that most, unfortunately, most men could physically dominate me Mm -hmm. and make me do that. The reason that I think society and most people won't look at an older woman with a younger man the same way is because physically, the physical strength, even a smaller guy than a woman, and even if the woman is really fit... Men are typically physically stronger. Well,
3: we're getting into a whole other discussion here.
0: Yeah, but I think that's why. I think that's why. So you think
3: because Will is physically bigger, he would be the bad guy?
0: No, because Jada is not weaker. Will. Not Will. I'm just oh, talking about oh, right.
3: this, this situation, but in particular. Well,
0: the reason I say that is because you you can't you don't we don't see m- young men as victims as much as you would see a young woman. That's what I'm trying to say.
3: Yeah. Right. Hmm.
0: I think it's a hard topic I feel topic, like we're though. veering, but I don't because that's at the heart of it. I think that's what it is. Because on paper, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Basically, a man that that 23-year-old rapper, no one thinks is being taken advantage at being taken advantage sexually. Right. Do you see what I mean? But a woman Maybe she...
3: Why not? She's a woman of power, of great power. Yeah. And he's this up-and-coming rapper. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah.
0: It's a hard topic. Let's see if anyone's commenting here. Um, Wanda says, very good point, Jennifer. Good discussion. What do you think, Wanda? What do you think? About what? Uh, what's what's her opinion Just on Just now it?
3: about that? Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. I'm really curious if anybody has any points of views because I... I remember when I spoke out about being sexually harassed, it was hard being the voice of that cause because you really got to be careful how you word things. And it is strange because it's like, well, why don't we see this young man as being taken advantage of by Jada Pinkett Smith? Why Why not? Mm-hmm. Why is that? And And I know you're thinking it's a whole separate topic, but I don't think it is talking about why we see certain... Genders why we see one gender as a victim and the other as, oh, good for you, getting a, you know, getting a score with a MILF. Right. Like why is it different? Well, I think it does boil down to whether a gender can be taken advantage of. I don't know.
3: Hmm. Because yeah, I'm just curious. I'm just asking I'm not giving mm-hmm. my opinion on any of it. I'm just asking the question. Like I thought it was an interesting post to see how? But how could it be so different where... I mean, we, it's hard to know what the actual situation is because it's all hypothetical, but,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, she's being like, oh, this is fun, good for her. Like, yeah, go get him. And, and like, it's she, uh, let her find her happiness where I can't imagine that being not only the opposite, but him being borderline criminalized for it mm-hmm. if it was the opposite. But who knows? I mean, we're just speculating what a hypothetical would be and we're just... Gonna go around in circles here, maybe.
0: I feel it that men just don't typically like. I I just looked up something online here because, like I said, when I was uh, sexually harassed and I spoke out about it, um, it was really nice to hear some support from other uh, comics, including male comics. Mm-hmm. And Brent Butt had spoken out. Brent Butt is the uh, creator and star of Corner Gas, and he I think he said it really well. And I I've often referred to it because I thought it was really smart. He said on Twitter, um, in fact, there was like a whole CBC story about it where they covered this and how he had spoke out in support of me, which is really nice.
3: Which is nice, but also kind of, to our point, is kind of annoying. It's like, because the men that speak out as allies are almost more glorified than the victims that come forward. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, what a man for saying... Sexual harassment is wrong. It's like, yeah, most healthy people would should think that.
0: No, and I agree with you. I, I agree with you on some level, but I think what he said was very succinct, and I like the way he said it. And right. I, I agree. I agree but with you. But you know th- what I mean? Where the victim,
3: they're like, okay, good for you. And people were even attacking you, being like, maybe you shouldn't be a comic. But mean, meanwhile, a man comes out as an ally, ally, and they're like, what a hero. Wow. You know what? Good stuff. And that's a big news story instead True. of... Being the victim, I mean, the ma- a man coming forward with just common sense uh, uh, point of view, it's like, yeah, women shouldn't be ha- ha- sexually harassed or feel unsafe in the workplace. And everyone's like, oh my God, wow, look at this guy. Good. Wow. we. It's That's like, very
0: okay. true, except I feel bad for a good men that just want to come. Like, why do things have to be so complicated, right? Like, yeah. like if you're a good guy and you just want to show support for a colleague or someone that you work with without it being loaded like that... Um, that's too bad that it has to be like that, right? Like if everybody was just reasonable and nice, I don't think we'd have to. Well,
3: they just that becomes the whole story now. Wow, Brent Butt, what a hero! It's like, yeah, he, yeah, but I, everybody should think that way. But
0: I don't want you to take away from what he. said. No, no, said, go ahead, read what he said. Because what he said, like, I'm not saying that at all, and I'm not 100 percent agreeing with what you're saying on that. Because what he what he said was very was really good, man or. Like, if a female said this, I'd be like, good wording. He just said, I have been a stand-up comedian for... But obviously, it, when you hear this, a woman couldn't write this. I've been a stand-up comedian for 28 years, and not once have I been heckled with sexual threats. I also don't know of any other male comics who have been sexually threatened. Mm. So, and, um, you know, bottom line is that, like I said if a man wanted to do that, they could, like, he, yeah. you know. And no, I'm not taking away from yeah, what no, he I said. Know. I
3: just mean the reaction to yeah. what he said. Right. What he said is great and on point and couldn't agree more. It's the reaction where that almost gets more attention than the actual mm-hmm. victim coming forward and, and, you know, outing these people. No, I agree with him, uh, and I'm glad he said it and used his, his quote, platform to... Reach as many people as possible with with his opinion. Even you'd think most people a hundred. It should be a hundred percent of people go. Yeah, but other people are. It's crazy that it's not a hundred percent of the people that think that way. Yeah, is my point, and that the fact that the media makes such a big reaction from the out of a man doing something. It's kind of like when it comes to child care, and like a woman will take like a candid picture of her husband like holding the baby and they're like oh my god and that blows up more than everything the mother does every day yeah do you know what i mean they're like look at this hero of a man what holding his child like you're supposed to i mean why is that bigger news than the mother doing everything Mm
0: -hmm. do you
3: know what i mean there's that kind of double standard of uh
0: yes Yes.
3: But no, what Bradmont Brent But said, it was obviously uh, r- super on point and but it's just like, yeah, everybody should think that way. It's crazy we live in a world where, where that was a divided um there was a divided opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I don't uh Yeah, sorry.
0: interesting. Well I she really I would like to know if Jada Pinkett Smith uh, regrets what happened. And
3: she doesn't seem to. There's pictures of them together. She seems anyway.
0: It also upsets me too because I look. I really like um, think fondly of Will Smith. I don't know as much about Jada Pinkett Smith, but yeah, he's the best. Will Smith. He's he just seemed like he seems like so together. Yeah, and to think that he was in a relationship with someone who would do something like like I would be very uh, ashamed if I were to just uh, you know in a moment of weakness decide to go and like hook up with my my son's friend. Like, it, how do you feel proud about that? Like it doesn't, that's not right. Mm-hmm. That's a boundary she should not have crossed. And I don't, and I, some people might say, well, that's a matter of opinion. I don't know. I yeah. think that there should be some things that are like, well, come on, Jada, like you. who do you have to choose from? You could go, go and hook up with any 23 year old. Why is it your son's friend? Yeah.
3: I just want to find this other story yeah. before uh, we close her up. Uh, But yeah, anyway, I just thought it was an interesting take. It's like, oh yeah, I wonder how people would react.
0: Um, Wanda said, because I had asked other people's opinion on this, Mm -hmm. and she said, we aren't equal, men are stronger. And that's, and unfortunately a lot of... Yeah, but I
3: think that's a different discussion. I'm just talking about the public perception of of why... It's not about physical strength or anything like that. Yeah, it
0: is. It's partly because of that. Because no, we're, we're we've got no. two different conversations no, going
3: on. Jeez, relax. Yes, no, we're not. Yeah, we are.
0: No, relax. It's about or the
3: I- public perception of if he had hooked up. It, it doesn't. It wouldn't. Doesn't mean he'd forced her physically to hook up if they had a relationship. I don't, you're not
0: understanding.
3: All right, I'm not understanding. Let's just move on.
0: But it's people's society's perceptions of who's a victim and who's not. Like, did she take advantage of him? No, because people don't see men being taken advantage sexually. Yeah, but it doesn't have much. to be a
3: physical thing. It could be a power thing, is what I mean. Power, not meaning physical power, just industry power. A powerful, a person, a person in a position of power.
0: But there's a root to all of that, and the reason that the, All right. I'm telling you, I'm sure. telling you, that's what it is. I'm, I know it is.
3: All right, sounds good. Uh, 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 uh. Well, no, it's like, it's, it's, I feel like these are two different conversations that we're having. It's not though. I know. I know you're saying that. And I, I I know you're not going to budge on that.
0: But maybe it's just because, maybe it's hard to understand because I'm speaking from a female point of view. Maybe.
3: Yeah. And this is a hypothetical. Yeah. But.
0: That's okay. It's a heated convo and it's good to hear each other's points of views, isn't it? Sure. (laughs) Ah, oh. <laughs> don't make me pin you down.
3: Uh, yeah, exactly. Who took advantage of who in this relationship? <laughs> you're a woman of power.
0: <laughs>
3: anyway, I didn't want to make this a uh, heated thing. I was just th- interested about the perspective of... Um,
0: it's hard for... Yeah, go So ahead.
3: you're seeing anybody in a relationship with an older man, it's because they were physically scared of the older man?
0: No. No, it's well, not that. It? We're, you're asking why, like... Would one seem like a choice and the other seem like being taken advantage of? Because
3: the man is stronger? Ultimately. It's not a one-night stand. It's like a relationship.
0: No, I understand that. But it's like society's points of views of who's the victim and who's an empowered person choosing something. Right. Right. I know it's confusing and layered and it, maybe I'm not articulating it well enough for for it to be understood, but I think it's just...
3: So if it was the opposite, if it was Will and a 23-year-old uh, friend of Willow's, it'd be like, oh, he used his muscles to do it. It's
0: no, wrong. no, but I think at the end of the day, why why are we all in a position where we're in as female or male? It boils down to women may be not feeling sexually as empowered and equal because men are physically and it sounds crazy that it all boils down to something as simple as that but mm. it's it seems that's what it is
3: I want to move on
0: I know I think it's good to move on because a
3: 37-year-old Ohio man uh, died of coronavirus after slamming hype over the pandemic on Facebook I don't want to I don't want to to Speak ill of this person, or that's not what this is. it's just to show that the covid pandemic is very real um because this is really sad any any loss of life is devastating, and obviously you feel for the family and the and the people that were close to this person but it just goes to show that um it's real, and even if you don't believe it or not, the virus won't won't uh Discriminate? No. What's the word I'm looking for?
0: Can you can you tell me one more de like a little bit more detail about that?
3: Okay, so uh, Richard Rick Rose, a 37 year old man from uh, Ohio, died of uh, COVID-19. But he was an avid like, this is not real. It's all hype.
0: Oh Uh, wow! Three
3: months ago, he posted, "Let me make this clear. I'm not buying a fucking mask. I've made made it this far by not buying into the damn hype." Uh, I've gotten sick of turning on my TV on political smear ads and shit about COVID. So yesterday I turned my cable box in. I've also started snoozing people on here. It's time to block out the negativity. And he was 37? Yeah. Wow. And he uh, on July 1st, he wrote on Facebook that he was experiencing... Um, sim- symptoms of COVID. I've been very sick the past few days. This morning, I finally got swabbed. I should know soon what the results are. I just want to feel good again. Uh, just at a one hour later, he revealed that he'd been officially tested positive. Well, I'm officially under quarantine for the next 14 days, he wrote. And um, three days later, he died.
0: Three days? Following,
3: the following day, Rick wrote... This COVID sucks. This COVID shit sucks. I'm out of breath just sitting here.
0: Oh my god! And again, god. remember,
3: this is buddy. This is somebody that thought it was just all hype and a media uh, manipulation for political reasons, and that it's um, nothing more than a dumb flu. Why and isn't all this, this
0: getting more news? I haven't seen any of this. Oh, it's
3: all over the place. Uh, he wrote, "This sucks. I'm so I'm out of breath just sitting here." Wow. And uh, uh, he wrote We we were blown away You know You hear about this virus And you don't expect it To affect younger people Like ourselves uh, His friend wrote And then uh, Two days later He died After his last post He died <sighs> on July 3rd So really sad Because you know Who knows Maybe had he And, and listen I don't want to uh, uh, you know, maybe if he had taken it seriously because he was seen at, uh, uh, constantly posting pictures out at uh, restaurants and bars and not wearing masks and saying this is all bullshit and just go out and have fun. And he's uh, dead now. So, I mean, who knows if he had taken it more seriously and listened to the quote hype, maybe he would still be alive today. So just all that to say, it's uh, this is a very real, very real thing and uh is anyway. he
0: republican?
3: Uh yeah, he's a Trump supporter. He posted okay. a lot of anti uh I wanted to say islamophobic things and and whatever, but again, it that doesn't matter. I mean, the guy's dead. It's awful.
0: But like there should be some kind of a new I don't know, some kind of a a law where you're like Trump with his actions what if he had chosen a different approach and listened to the doctors well, and yeah, said that's,
3: that's why he's getting uh...
0: like he should be he should be if if he's got people that are following you know his word looking up to him he's leader and he he should be responsible for this I mean would that guy have have been able to prevent I mean you don't prevent getting it from from wearing a mask necessarily I mean it does seem like it would protect you a bit but but if everybody was wearing well, one. Well,
3: even just the precautions of maybe not going out to bars. True, and true. All this yeah, that's stuff. true. Anyway. Unreal. V sad.
0: It's really sad. Do you have any
3: uplifting comments to leave on a better note? I don't know why <laughs> I brought that up at the end.
0: No, it's all right. That's okay. Maybe um, I should
3: sing a song to bring everybody together.
0: Oh, that'd be fun. Um, why don't you sing a song while I go pee? Okay. Thank you.
3: Let me find something. To <laughs> This episode was a little controversial. This episode was a little. There was a commercial, but at the end of the day, just remember that we are all one. Remember that we're all connected, and at the end of the day, we should have nothing but fun, fun, fun. No, I don't know. I can't sing to that. All done. Okay. Oh my god, this is the same one as yesterday I think with the long interlude. Let me find a different page. Oh yeah, it is the same as yesterday with the wrong. Okay, I'll I'll do this one again, but I won't do the whole 6 minutes. I'll just do the long <laughs> I don't this is random. There's 75 pages of songs and again I just ended on this yesterday. Just goes my show my clicking habits. I clicked on the 8th page in this song again.
0: You know, it's funny. I just want to say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go,
3: go. Despite this episode being a little more heavy and controversial that we're all one, we're all connected, and uh, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) But before we go, we get to it and everything, just remember that differing opinions doesn't mean there's a lack of love or understanding, it's just a, a matter of trying to better understand each other two three almost there but before we get there (laughs) fully I just want to say that I love you all I love Jen I love all the comments and you know an opinion is not defining here we go almost there but before we really (laughs) truly get there there. just know that uh, it doesn't define us and we can disagree and still love each other that ultimately we're different, but we're all sewn from the same fabric of life (laughs) and of the universe. Two, three, we'll get there. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. We're all connected and the universe is all around us and that the spirit of the human Ah! condition is that sometimes we'll disagree. So satisfying. Sometimes we'll disagree, but remember that we're connected, you and me. We should always lead by love, not fear. And just remember to, to, unlike a dove, uh, we actually uh, can talk to each other using English language.
0: (laughs) Unlike a dove,
3: English language and speech, which doves are limited to their cooing sound, which is unfortunate because there's probably a lot of misunderstandings we've seen the misunderstanding when it comes to texts, or email, or uh, comments in the comment section, but ultimately that know that, listen, we, uh, you know, it's tough to have to come here and choose a side, but sometimes in the sake of entertainment, we pick pick a side to maybe, okay, I'll run with this opinion and see if I can maybe... Persuade people to think my way, or maybe not. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the answer is. But two, here we go. Shit, not yet. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, that we ultimately don't get offended by people's differing opinions because, well, I know I said some stuff, and I'm just—it's just from a lack of of knowledge and trying to figure it out. Because really, <laughs> here two. Oh, almost. But what is this? We're almost there. Other than just a lack of knowing and trying to search and trying to find something, whether it's an answer or a, an identity, or remember that this, that life, this crazy thing we call life is a journey that we're trying to figure out <laughs> together. So we're satisfying. trying to figure it out. We don't know shit. I know nothing. We don't know shit. We don't know nothing. It's a constant nothing. learning experience that we're sitting in the classroom of life. We don't know nothing. Together we can teach each other a thing or two. So listen to your wife. We have two ears Happy and one Happy life. Three. Happy. Oh yeah. Listen to your wife. We have two ears and one mouth. That means you should listen twice as more. And talk once, half of the time, but less. Listen. And remember that Just we leave it, leave are all connected. Love. Some people are literally listen. connected. Sineas, twins. Listen. Sometimes they have a love. hard life because they're connected at the hip or something. Or love. sometimes the face love. or head. But love. know love that yourself. whether love we're not we're actually love. literally connected... We could be just some sort of metaphorically, spiritually connected on some level that we're all part and parcel of the same thing and part of a greater picture. Oh, the riff. Riff it. We are Leads. Oh, giant. This is a ballad of love and life. And know that together we'll figure it out.
0: Don't sleep with your son's friend.
3: Don't sleep with your son's friend. You heard, Jan, The harmony's there because... Ultimately that causes awkward family dinners! Malgaris Weird Malgaris family reviews You can choose anybody to sleep with, especially if you're Jada Pickett Smith. I mean for crying out loud, why do you have to go with your son Jaden Smith's friend? Pick anybody. Anybody at all? Maybe, uh, could I suggest Sebastian Bach or Chris Jericho because they're fighting? (laughs) Bang the FedEx guy, make his life, make his day because that's the story of your lifetime. Imagine, oh my god, I delivered a package to the Smiths household and ended up banging, um, what's your name? Will Smith, I delivered my seed, delivered my seed inside of her, and she is, this is too long, and oh, here we go, have a good day everybody, and just remember that we're all connected, and we love each other, and good night, that's way too long, six minutes of that shit? I loved
0: it, I love it when you do those songs.
3: I think you're the only one.
0: No, that's not true. Steve Mallory just said hilarious. Oh, good. And I'm sure other people enjoyed it too. And um, Yes. I couldn't help myself. I, I just had to get involved in the end there.
3: Sorry, I turned your mic up a bit. Go ahead, say something again.
0: Oh, I just really yeah. enjoyed that. I love it when you do those songs. It's like my favorite thing.
3: It's uh, And it kills time. All right, let's... uh, You know
0: what? It's our Friday show. Thanks for watching, everyone, and listening. Thank
3: you for watching. Uh, We love you. We really do. You know, the uh, goal of this show is to come on and have stimulating conversation and debates. At the end of the day, whether we agree or disagree, let's learn from each other. Let's love each other. Enjoy your weekend.
0: We'll be back. What's up? Can I just ask everyone to go to Apple uh, or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe and rate and and review the podcast? Because that's really... Really, really great.
3: Do all of that stuff. And uh, Such a beautiful yeah, Jen, love you. Love you. We'll see you next week once again as we are live on Facebook. Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. live here from Wakefield. Enjoy the weekend. Be safe out there. And as always, watch your head. time
2: I went to school Yeah, I learned a lot got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time.